On this week's episode of The Fizz, I'm going to talk to you about the NHL playoffs, which have been absolutely electric to this point. Uh, from there, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I feel about Steve Eiserman's future in the city of Detroit. Additionally, I do have a hot take about what I think the Red Wings should do with the sixth overall pick. From there, we're going to wrap it up with a little over-under via my friend, Fat Boy Jerry. But before we dive into all of that, I do want to let you guys know about a product that probably doesn't even know about this podcast or me and definitely doesn't sponsor me. They're not giving me any money to say this, but I got to tell you guys this. The Loose Hamburger at Lafayette Coney Island. Boy, oh boy. Now, you have heard of Lafayette Coney Island if you've been in Detroit. Classic place, run-down, dirty dump, but everybody who's anybody has been to Lafayette Coney Island. Cash-only place. I think they just started taking credit cards, which is disappointing, but real shady spot. Uh, They're not checking IDs if you want a beer, just so you know if you're underage. Uh, Real simple spot to grab a beer um, if you're like 16 years old. No one's really speaking English. Uh, I don't know how they do the math or take any of the orders there. This is Lafayette Coney Island we're talking about. We're specifically talking about the loose hamburger. Now, Lafayette Coney Island gets a lot of love for their chili and their hot dogs, even their chili cheese fries, all warranted. Those are all great items to get. But one thing that no one's talking about, I haven't heard anybody talking about it uh, besides myself, is the loose hamburger. Now, if you're wondering what a loose hamburger is, it's just a bunch of loose ground up hamburger meat, essentially, and then they just put it on a hot dog bun with mustard and onions. So it's really just just a hamburger, like loosely put together and then in a hot dog butt. I mean, that's really all it is, but I'm telling you, it's fucking fantastic. I like it more than the actual conies and the fries. And again, we're talking about a loose hamburger from Lafayette Coney Island. If you haven't had one, you need to get your asses in there and try yourself a loose, loose hamburger, Lafayette Coney Island. It's fucking delicious. And you're going to shit your brains out after. All right, enough with the looses. Let's get into the fizz. Caught with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh-huh. Caught with yeah. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then Okay, pop we poppin' champagne Caught like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship game. Cause I ball hard. Don't just be ball I am the bird man. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the fizz yes yes we are here episode 20 barry sanders number can anybody else name a number 20 in detroit sports history i can martin lapointe he wore number 20 and there's no one else in this basement with me so i was the only one who's going to be able to answer so we're going to go with martin lapointe number 20 if you guys can think of any other ones please shout them out now Um, but I'm alone in my basement for first time listeners. Yes, I do record this in my basement. I found out, uh, how to turn my HVAC off. So that thing won't turn on in the middle of this anymore. Um, but yeah, we're in a cold, dark basement right now just to paint a first time listeners visual there, even though probably not too many first timers out there. I think I got like a loyal 20 of you that are listening and I really do appreciate it. Everyone who's coming back here to listen to episode 20. Um, And what a glorious episode we have for you today. 
Um, we do have a lot to talk about. I left you guys hanging last week. I know I don't even know how you guys got through your week without an episode of some random dude you don't know yelling about arbitrary topics in his basement. But I did get a little busy with life. Um, my buddy Jerry was out of town and he couldn't send me the over unders. Not that that would ever make or break the fizz being produced. Uh, it just it just wasn't meant to be. It was just kind of the icing on the cake. Couldn't get the over unders in because. My fat boyfriend was out in Europe watching Liverpool play soccer. Big Liverpool fan. Sounds like it was fun if you're a big soccer guy. It looked pretty cool. Um, but wasn't meant to be. But here we are. Here we are again. I'm back. We're not going away. Episode 20, ready to party with our fucking pants off. And I want you all to know how dedicated I am to this goddamn podcast um, I'm dedica- dedicated to this so much, and I'm so into pleasing you guys, the fans, the listeners, that I'm recording this during the Pistons playoff game right now. That is such, such dedication for me to be missing that game uh, to record this. And I'm, I'm, I'm totally kidding. You know, Blake, Blake isn't playing, and I can barely name five guys on the team. Um, I'm sorry, that is just the facts. I know I'm supposed to be a Detroit sports guy, but Pistons, man... Pistons, the end of that season was the most piss-poor showing I've ever seen. Maybe not ever seen, but that was just, like, really fucking tough to watch. That Memphis game, the Knicks thing, the whole – it was just kind of nauseating. Um, and this Bucks series, I mean, it's it's just it's just a farce. Um, they're get, I mean, they're getting prison-pounded as we speak. Uh, it's, it's becoming – no, it is. It's honestly a chore – to watch the Detroit Pistons right now. And they're in the fucking playoffs. I've never been this disinterested in a Detroit playoff series in my life. I love Blake Griffin, and he's not even playing. Um, I, I, I'm a true slappy fan. Like, I'm, I'm not into him. I only like Blake Griffin, and he's not playing, so I'm really disinterested in watching him. I can't, I can't, stand, I can't stand the sight of Andre Drummond, if I'm being honest with you guys. The dude can grab boards, it sounds, it seems like, but his attitude just seems to stink. I think he's like lame on social media. I think he's corny. I think, man, he, man, you corny. And I honestly just don't like him. I don't like him. Uh, remember when he did, remember, maybe you probably don't remember this. Why would you remember this? But he did a rap video, music video with like a Blackhawks hat on. Uh, yeah, I, I posted a photo of it, but y- y- that really happened. It really happened. And I just, I just think he stinks. He had the braces. I don't know. He like fights with people on Twitter. Like you're a fucking millionaire. You make $27 million. Like shut up. You don't, you don't need to fight with these Midwestern Detroit fans as the eighth place Detroit Pistons when you make $27 million a year. It's part of the job. Just, just deal with it. Deal with it. Um, but whatever. Honestly, I hate it. I hate it. Bucks in four. I hate that. I hate saying that, but it's just the reality. The whole series, the whole series is is just is just a charade. Sucks to say it, just a charade. But enough of all that nonsense. Let me fill you in a little bit of why I was out last week. My dog, Hank, uh, named after Red Wings captain Henrik Zetterberg, was diagnosed with a torn ACL back in January. That is not a joke. That is 100% true. Um, it was actually on my birthday to to be specific. Um, yeah, getting older birthdays just fucking rock instead of cake and presents and fucking cool Spider-Man themed party favors. You get a vet bill for a billion dollars because your dog tears his ACL. 
um, which is just ridiculous because my dog is an English bulldog, which means he's essentially just like a pig with fur. He's not really built for speed, mobility, flexibility, or longevity. So, so I don't know. He just like hopped his fat ass on the couch one day or something, and, and that was it. Just tore, tore an ACL um, at the tender age of one years old. Um, but anyways, that surgery was last week, so they had to shave his oversized turkey leg and fix that shit in his knee. But he's good to go now. Um, he's got a bunch of painkillers. He's got a bunch of new toys, so he'll be back to sniffing farts and rolling in the dirt before you guys know it. But... You guys don't care about Andre Drummond, his stupid fucking hat, or my overweight disabled dog. Uh, What you guys care about is the NHL playoffs. And sweet fuck mother of Jesus, I do too. And what an unbelievable kickoff for the first round of the NHL playoffs it has been. I mean, Tampa Bay done in four games best team in the nhl 62 wins done pittsburgh done in four god that is so beautiful to say and hear out loud the pittsburgh penguins did not win a single game this year in the 2019 nhl playoffs and Sidney crosby had one uno a single assist in the entire four game series Earlier today in my story, I got a little slap happy and said that he didn't have a single point, but I found out later that he had one measly, cowardly assist. So before we dive too far into uh, what has already happened, I'll let you guys know what I picked for the first round. I intended to give you guys this before the playoffs started, but again, dog had surgery, missed the whole fucking fizz and all that shit. Um, But I had... Tampa over Columbus in five. That's a fucking joke. Laugh in my face. Um, That didn't even come close to happening. The complete opposite almost happened. Um, And in the pool I'm in, the pool I created, which some of you listeners may actually be in because I threw it out to the public. Um, We got 20 people. Next year I want to have like 650, but we got 20 people. Um, Every single person in the bracket either picked Tampa to win the Stanley Cup or had them going to the finals, except one person. One person in the chat, also a Long Next team member, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, one person had them losing to Boston in the second round, which could obviously still happen. But anyways, like the rest of the world, I did have Tampa over the Blue Jackets in five games. Just obviously that didn't happen. Um, really mind-blowing that Tampa Bay lost. 62-win season, uh, what, it was like 128 points. Just, I mean, as that fan base, you have to really be extremely disappointed in the way that played out. Um, and it was so disappointing uh, to the point that Tampa Bay, while, I mean, this sucks to read, like this tweet is dead on. Tampa Bay Lightning actually tweeted this out to their fans today we don't have any we don't have any words and we know you don't want to hear them we understand your anger your frustration your sadness everything you're feeling we get it this isn't the ending we imagined and certainly not the one we wanted thank you for being there the entire way oh that makes my fucking stomach hurt can you imagine if that was the red wings or any detroit team like that would fucking suck i mean yeah very exciting season sure but like to go out in four games as the number one seed to the lowest seed, that is just the hardest fucking dick punch I could ever imagine. That sucks 
so bad. If I was a diehard Tampa fan, I would be just, I would be so distraught. I'd be so distraught if that was if that was the Red Wings like, to win that many games and just get bounced in the first round like that. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that was surprising to say the least. Um, moving on to the next series, I currently have Boston over Toronto in six, which after Boston's win tonight could still happen. Uh, just to note, I fucking hate both these teams. Both these teams fucking suck. Um, but I really, I really, I know one day the Red Wings are going to be back and it's going to be sooner than later. And this Toronto rivalry is just going to come back to life. So I refuse to give Toronto any love, like fuck them. They're our rivals. They're always our rivals, whether it's heated right now or not, they're our rivals and I don't want them to win. The only reason I'd want them to win is if I knew John Tavares was going to play the Islanders in the Eastern Conference Finals and lose. That's all I want. I would love the Islanders-Toronto Maple Leafs reunion in the Eastern Conference Finals. That would be fucking electric. The fans would just be feeding Tavares fucking chirps all day. It would be so much fun. Um now, the Toronto Maple Leafs as a team, I used to have this issue with the Chicago Blackhawks. Like, as a team, they're kind of sick. They have some really sick young players, like American guys, that I think they're pretty fucking cool. Uh, but, like, fuck them. I can't like them. Um, it's kind of like the Blackhawks in the day. Like, uh, love Jonathan Taves. I'm going to be honest with you. I like Jonathan Taves. Like, really thought he was a cool dude. But, like, you know, he's a Blackhawk. So, like, like fuck him. All right. Uh, moving on to the next series. I have Washington over Carolina in six. Uh, that that could very well happen. Um, could even happen in five, I could believe. But Carolina played well at home. Um, would love to see Washington advance so they'll play their old coach, Barry Trotz, in the second round. That'll be a fun little reunion as well. Unbelievable that they let him walk from Washington after finally winning the Stanley Cup. I mean, that was pretty unbelievable. And I, I honestly think Barry Trotz is just the absolute best coach in the NHL. I don't even think you can question it at this point. He got Washington over the hump, won the Stanley Cup, and now he took an Islanders team that was just supposed to suck, and they're in the second round of the Stanley Cup Finals after sweeping the fucking Pittsburgh Penguins, who are just a perennial powerhouse. They're only like two years removed from a cup. So um, just incredible job there, and I would love to see Washington Isles second round just to see that reunion. And I'm, I think I'm pretty Isles slappy right now. They're they're fun to watch, man. Um, I had the let's move over to the Western Conference now. I have Blues over Jets in seven. Very well could happen. Still think that will happen. Um, I think whoever wins this, whoever comes out alive from this series, is going to lose in the next round. It's just one of those where I think it's going to take too much energy from one of the teams and they're just going to have they're going to be too tired to win in round two they're going to be too gassed too beat up um just from the physicality of the jets blues series um this is where it really sucks i have sharks over the vegas golden knights in six that obviously can't happen anymore as vgk is up three games to one over the sharks Worst news to go from bad to worse. I have the Sharks winning the Stanley Cup over the already eliminated Tampa Bay Lightning. This is why anything I bet on, anything I pick, you should just fucking fade it. Just run the other direction. I don't pick anything right. Um, no, fuck that. I'll get on a hot streak here soon. And, and the Sharks aren't done yet. They could win three straight. I don't think they will, but they totally could. They're not going to win in six because that's mathematically impossible. But, but... They could still win in seven. So I'm going to root for the Sharks. Chomp, chomp. Um, and last but not least, uh, I had Calgary over Colorado in five, which cannot happen again. Colorado's up two games to one, and I took the Flames pretty big tonight, really hoping they're winning. Um, so let's just hope – let's just hope the uh, – I, th- I think they might be up one nothing. so let's just hope Calgary 
um, pulls it out tonight on the road in Colorado. So yeah, it's been an awesome playoffs uh, as usual, and I'm excited to see what we have left to come. Should be should be a pretty damn should be a pretty damn good one. Don't know what's going to happen. Some of the big dogs are out. Should should be good. Um, so a couple of notes on the Red Wings here, since we're talking about hockey, and obviously the Wings aren't in the playoffs. Breaks my heart, but they'll be back. A uh, couple of a couple of hot takes here. Maybe not maybe not too hot, but I think definitely there's a little spice to them. Might you know might add a little might add a little salsa to your day. Uh, the number one Wings question I do get from followers is: Will Steve Eiserman come back to work for the Detroit Red Wings? And my answer, and the answer in my mind, is a very very confident yes. He's 53 years old. He's not done working. Holland's got one more year left on his contract, which will be his 37th year working for the Red Wings. Uh, and Stevie will come in. That is that is what is going to happen. That's all there is to it. The only other nuts twist to this entire saga is that Iserman comes back and he coaches. And Kenny stays on as GM. But that's like some ultra weird conspiracy theory shit. But that's the only other twist I could see. Iserman's a big family man. He's going to do a nice family year at home while Holland does his last year with the Wings. And he's going to come back to Hockey Town, big dick swinging as the Red Wings GM. And if you if you don't believe that, then then you're just not you're not a cup crazy Red Wings fan. And that's that's all there is to it. Whether it happens or not, if you don't believe in your heart of hearts that Steve Eiserman is going to come back to GM the Wings, then then you're you're just a piece of shit. And I don't I don't want to talk to you. Plain and simple. Even if he doesn't come back, and I am completely wrong, for me not to believe in my soul of souls that my hero wouldn't come back for us is just not a world I want to live in. Today, I posted a photo of Iserman saying, Tampa's done, and what does it mean for Detroit? And there were a lot of cocksuckers out there who wrote, nothing, it doesn't mean anything, this really doesn't apply to us, doesn't mean anything, uh... Oh, really? Oh, really shit for brains? Then why did he abruptly step down from the best team in hockey and move back to Michigan? Hmm? Does he love the weather up here? Did he come back to Michigan for the Coney Dogs? For the Looses? Maybe the Verners? Probably the Rhodes. Probably the Rhodes. That's it. Iserman came back to Michigan because he missed the fucking road conditions here. Solved it. Solved it, idiot. A couple people even said he's going to take the Rangers job, the New York Rangers job. If there is one thing in this senseless rant that I know is not happening, it's that. Steve Eiserman will not GM the New York Rangers. Why in the world would he suddenly dip out on Tampa, move back to Michigan to be closer to his family, then take the fucking New York Rangers job. The New York Post wrote about it, and the New York Post is full of shit, and anyone who believes that, you're just sheep, and you're idiots, and that's stupid, and I, I don't want to believe that. I refuse to believe that. Eiserman's coming back to Detroit. It's going to be a Disney fucking ending. Stanley Cup, chills, believe, hockey town, octopi, on the ice, all that shit. All that shit you injected into your face as a child is coming back to us as grown-ups, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Mark it down. Mark it down. Tell your friends.
Another spicy hot take about our wings that I want to throw out there is this. I think this one is a little spicier. Plain and simple, I want Zach Berwenski. Defenseman, Columbus Blue Jackets. I want him. I fucking love him. He's a goddamn stud. He's young. He's smooth. He's from Michigan. And he's a restricted free agent at the end of the year. What that means is anyone in the NHL can offer him a contract, but the Columbus Blue Jackets can either match the contract and get him back or let him free. So basically, if you offer more than they think he's worth, they can either match it or they can just let him go to any team. So I think the Wings should either throw the fucking house at this kid or trade, ready, trade the sixth pick for him in like a sign and trade situation thingamajig. Now, hey, I am not a GM, and I don't fully understand the full contract situation here, and I, I don't give a shit either. Uh, I don't know 100% what we're dealing with contract-wise, but I know we have the capability to get Zach Rowinski from fucking Columbus, and I think we should do it. I think we should do it no matter what. The Red Wings right now on the blue line don't have a solidified number two defenseman, let alone a number one. They don't have it on the roster. Rensky is a bona fide number one. He's an all-star for years to come. And Larkin, the Wings' future captain, and him are fucking boys. You don't believe me? Check fucking Instagram. They are boys. And I think it would be a beautiful thing for everyone involved. Zach's girl, I think, goes to state or lives here in Michigan. Thinks she's a Michigander. Pretty positive she is. He's a Michigander. Let Columbus make their improbable cup run, lose in the finals in game six, and bring Z-dubs to the D. You guys ever seen the picture of his mug when he took that puck off the face in the playoffs a few years ago? Came right back out. Fucking face was ruined. He's a fucking hockey guy. We need him in hockey town. So let's go get him. I would have that guy's jersey before it even went on sale. I would get it I w- before they even made it, before they had it for wholesale, I would go get it customized just with his name on it and then guess at what number he's going to wear. Go get him. Trade the six. Do a sign and trade. Do something. Sign him. They need this guy. Wings need to go get this guy, and he wants to be here. It's his dream to play for the Wings. He grew up here. Go get the kid after they lose in game six of the Stanley Cup Finals. LJRW. All right, just got the update. Pistons lose by 21. Okay, better than last time. Um, But what you got to figure, I think last time they lost by 35. But what you got to figure is that Blake would have scored like 36 points in game one and like probably 24 in game two. So really with Blake, the Pistons would be up 2-0 in the series. It's just a shame that he's out. Otherwise, the Pistons would be well on their way to the second round. That's too bad. Anyways, let's do some over-under. If you are tuning in for the first time, over-under is a very simple game. Uh, My buddy sends me, my buddy Jerry, my buddy Jerry who lives in Cleveland. He's a little bit overweight. He wears glasses. He's an accountant. Uh, It's a sad reality, really. But what he does is he sends me 10 topics. Uh, They could be anything in the world. Um, I've never seen them before. He sends them to my email. And I open them live as recording, and I read them, and I tell you if it's over or under. I have no idea what he writes. He doesn't brief me on these things. I don't read them. Um, I'm just going to read these words. I'll tell you if it's overrated or underrated, and then I'll tell you why. 
Okay, so got the email from Jerry here. Uh, always opens it up with a LGRW, which I do appreciate. So number one on the list, we got 10 items here. So buckle the fuck up and get ready for a little over under. Number one, mayo. Mayo is so underrated. Mayo is so good. Put it on a nice white bread turkey sandwich with some provolone. And I already mentioned the turkey, but then the turkey on that sandwich with like a lot of mayo, it's so good. And I realized I just described like literally, like physically the whitest sandwich you could. And like, like it's, it's the most Caucasian sandwich as well. Like, uh, like a, a turkey, turkey on white with mayonnaise and provolone is the whitest sandwich in America. Mark it down like color wise and racially that is such a white sandwich but i love it it's delicious if you notice jimmy john's jimmy john's only uses hellman's mayonnaise it's not like they're making any special mayonnaise just hellman's fucking mayonnaise hellman's mayonnaise is so good lather fucking mayonnaise on anything i'll eat it mayonnaise is underrated and you're crazy if you don't like mayonnaise you're just you're just crazy you might not be american all right number two hand jobs whoa hand jobs hand jobs Hand jobs get a bad rap. Like, oh, I oh, I just got a hand job. Oh, what do you what do you mean? What do you mean? Anytime you don't have to do it yourself, that's a W. Anytime, any situation, even though they are doing it worse, most definitely doing it worse, because you you probably know how to hand job yourself better than anybody. I mean, that's just a fact. You know what you want, I'm assuming. I think hand jobs get sneezed at a lot. You know, I I, you know, I could done it better myself. That's fine. But don't, don't ever be mad that someone else decided to jerk you off. Think about that. Someone else jerked me off today. Didn't have to do it myself. They decidedly chose to do that. Hand jobs are great. Hand jobs are underrated. A good old fashioned is what we like to call it in the business. Oh, good old fashioned. That was a South Park reference. Anyways, number three. Stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy is so underrated. It is so hard to do stand-up comedy. Uh, I used to live in Chicago for a couple years, and we used to go to these open mic nights, and some people just get up there, and they fucking suck. They have no idea what to talk about. They think they can wing it. Like, stand-up comedy is mind-blowing to me. Like, it's it's just get on stage and entertain me with no instrument. You just have a microphone and your thoughts, and it's entertain me. Entertain me. The fact that, like, Kevin Hart can sell out like Madison Square Garden for stand-up comedy is pretty fucking crazy. Stand-up comedy is very underrated. So we have Mayo underrated, hand jobs totally underrated, stand-up comedy underrated. I enjoy stand-up comedy. Number three, Puma, the brand, not the cat. So Puma, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Puma's underrated if they still have Rihanna on the payroll. If Rihanna's off the payroll, then they're overrated. Because Rihanna is the shit. She's my queen. She's awesome. Um, and if she still rocks with Puma, then I rock with Puma. I used to have some Puma shoes in high school that I really liked. They were pretty cool. Uh, I used to think Puma soccer stuff was kind of cool when the World Cup was around. Um, but I, I don't own anything Puma to this day. But I will stand by. I will conditionally call Puma underrated if Rihanna is still signed to Puma. If she is not, then Puma is overrated. Okay, number five, Disney World. Fun fact, Jerry, I don't know if you know this, and I don't know if you were just trying to trigger me and bring up sadness and darkness and skeletons from my childhood, um, which, is not, which is not hard to do, uh, but I've never been to Disney World. 
I know, right? Whenever I tell people that, they're like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I never went. My parents never took me, and I've never been. So it'll probably be when I take my kids there one day if I ever decide to go there. I heard it's extremely expensive, but I've also heard it's the greatest place on earth. So I don't fucking know. It looks pretty entertaining to me. I love Disney movies. I made a Disney reference earlier uh, in the podcast with talking about Iserman coming home. So sounds pretty great. Heard it's super expensive. Hope to go there one day. I don't have an opinion. I don't fucking know. I don't know. This is the first time I've never been able to over or underrate something because I literally don't know. Number six, goldfish. The snack, not the actual fish. Goldfish, goldfish are very underrated. I've never gone out of my way to buy goldfish. I never like get them in the store, but if they're ever like at work or someone puts them out, I end up eating like 856 of them. And they have like different flavor blasted ones, like pizza ones and fucking spicy ones or some shit, some extra cheddar, some flavor blasted fucking, oh, they're good. They're good. I like them. Um, So I'm going to say goldfish are underrated because I would never like be like, oh, honey, we're out of goldfish. But I think uh, if they're put in front of me, I'm going to pound some goldfish. You got to have some water with you, though, too. They dry the fuck out of your mouth. Uh, goldfish like cheese. It's very similar snack, very underrated. Okay. Number seven, uh, international travel. So, you know, Jerry, Jerry is a, uh, you know, fucking high class son of a bitch. You just got back from Europe. Um, international travel. I've been to Canada, which like who gives a shit, go across the bridge. Not no big deal. Not a big deal. Uh, I went to Mexico once for a buddy's wedding. Um, and I really didn't, enjoy the travel side of it at all Um, but I've never been to somewhere really fucking cool like Europe um, or anything like that so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's overrated um, just because I went to a dirty wedding in Mexico Uh, well the wedding wasn't dirty but Mexico felt kind of dirty and we stayed at like the hard rock I don't know (sighs) I'm rambling I will say it's overrated just due to lack of my one experience and I don't have a lot of knowledge on it, Jerry. You're throwing a lot of shit at me that I don't have experience with. What the fuck? All right, number eight, Chinese food. Chinese food is completely underrated. I love Chinese food. It's so simple. It's rice. It's chicken. Fucking egg drop soup. Fuck me up, fam. I love it. It's fast. It's cheap. Uh, it makes you, you know, it hurts your stomach. It's everything I like in food, um, you know, and I know what I'm getting. Um, you know, unless I end up eating a dog. And that I know of, unless I knowingly eat dog, then it's overrated. But if I eat meat and I don't know it's dog and I assume it's, I assume it as compatriot, then I like it. So Chinese food, uh, underrated. Chinese food, underrated. Number nine, body wash. Uh, big facts here. Body wash. This is a fact. Body wash is overrated. Body wash is great for uh, like post hockey showers. Cause you can't really carry around a bar of soap, but I am a total bar of soap guy, good old fashioned bar of soap guy. Um, I can get into the crevices more. Uh, I can like, you know, hold on to this brick of, of cleanliness and move it all around my body and go where I need to go. Um, you know, you can use the loofah with body wash, you know, whatever, lather it up. I prefer to feel the grit and grime and really get in there with a bar of soap. Uh, that's my shower tool. And that's how I keep myself clean and moisturized. So I'm going to say a bar of soap uh, is the way that that I clean myself. So I'm going to have to say that body wash is overrated, unless it's a hockey shower. Then you need some. Then you need some, 
you need some body wash because you can't you're not gonna like throw a bar of soap in a tupperware and keep bringing that to hockey even though i kind of like that move that's kind of like a grizzled move i might have to uh i have to look into that might be the only guy with a bar of soap and a tupperware that i carry around i like that Number 10, Windsor. Windsor, wow. Haven't been back to Windsor since I was 19 years old. Fun fact, if I don't know why anyone listening to this wouldn't know this, but Canada's drinking age is 19. So you go over to Windsor and you party your face off if you're a Michigander because it's a way to drink. Um, absolute fucking blasts going to Windsor. Great time going to Windsor. Wonderful time in Windsor. Probably would be a shithole and a hellhole now, and I'd probably hate it. Um, but in my brain, all I know is being 19 years old, uh, wearing a Detroit Red Wing shirt, drinking my face off at like Cheetahs in Windsor, and having a fucking great black, great time staying at the uh, that shitty Days Inn, um, just being drunk legally at 19. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Well, that was number 10 on our over-under, and that will conclude episode 20 of The Fizz. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram. That's where most of the action is at. That's at Champagne Athletics on Instagram. Again, on Twitter, I have, like, no fucking followers. Go search Champagne Athletics on Twitter. Please follow us there. We have a store. Buy a shirt. Do that. And then, most importantly, if you guys could, if you do enjoy this, actually, if you don't enjoy this too, just write a review on iTunes. I don't know if they have reviews on Spotify. Think think they might, but if you could write a review on iTunes, I would really appreciate it. Um, otherwise, guys, just fucking keep it real. LGRW as always, and I will see you guys hopefully next week. Have a good one. Down cross town, living like a rock star. Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar. Baby's got a habit, diamond rings and Fendi sports bras. Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car. Got no stress, I've been through.